Hey everyone, in this episode, I have the pleasure to talk with Daniel Carlson of KZ Valve. We dive into the meaning of their motto, first, we make them last, as well as their unique idea research and development labs. And without further ado, let's start the show. And we're back with another episode of Doltmeyer Radio. I have a special guest with me today, Daniel Carlson with KZ Valve. Welcome to the show, Daniel. Hey, Drew. Thank you very much for having me today. It's my pleasure to be here. So just everyone knows, this is the second take that we did. There was some act of God that shut down the whole production studio two minutes into this thing. So now we're we're back on, and I think things are going to be okay now, Daniel. What do you think? Yeah, we're going to prevail. We got this. <laughs> we're going to prevail. <laughs> yeah. Before we dive into some of this content, let's let the audience hear a little bit about you. What's you know your role at KZ Valve, and just a little bit more about you. Oh yeah, yeah. So I've been with KZ Valve for six years. I'm actually involved in the research and development side, and then also the product line manager for actuators. So pretty much anything that has to do with an actuator, if it's a valve with an actuator on it, I've got to eat, sleep, and breathe everything about it. <laughs> I started out here at KZ Valve more on the research and development level focus. It's actually part of a program we did called Idea Labs, where we took everything that was crazy, out-of-the-box ideas that we had from internally, externally, people coming to us with the most random things. As long as it pertained something close to our business, we were going to look at it. So did that for a long time here and then moved into more of this kind of management role where really, if it's an actuator on it, I've got to worry about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't worry. But we're going to dive into that uh, idea last because I do have some questions about that external and er- internal, and it'll be all comedy. I'm just going to tell everybody it'll just be all comedy because I, I definitely want to hear what individuals who are putting what what's their uh, recommendations <laughs> oh we've had some crazy ones over the years so i bet i bet well let's talk a little bit about kz valve for a second here daniel because they've been around for for quite some time like actuators i mean it applies to many different industries right oh, yeah. so tell us a little bit about the about the company sure thing yeah, so we've been around since the 1970s. Actually, we got our start in anhydrous ammonia. And really, our main core focus the last 40 plus years has been the agricultural business, really, because we've got a pretty unique tie and connection to farming in itself. I mean, our actual owner of the company that started it actually was a farmer, still actually farms. I mean, has a, a tremendous amount of area that he actually goes in and takes care of still. So we really are pretty passionate about solving problems for end users, farmers, making the industry a little bit better, bringing in technology. But at our core, we really are trying to design the industry's most durable, rugged, waterproof electric valves. That's really what we do. We've got a really good team that, in my opinion, is pretty fulfilled by helping make equipment better and making the industry grow in general as we kind of push some of these OEMs along, as well as end users to really make better machines and get better application. Yeah, and it kind of goes into your motto, right? With first, you know, we make them last. So that it's kind yep. of reverse engineering, if you will. Like, it's a great idea, but how do we make this thing last, right? Yeah, I've been pretty proud of it that uh, inside of taking care of actuators, a lot of people are always like, well, you sell us a valve and then it lasts 30 years. And I'm like, well, we're not in the repair parts business. So that is the first thing we do is we're going to make them last a lifetime. And that, I think, separates KZ from a lot of different manufacturers, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. There's, I mean, there's actually a couple things that I think we do pretty uniquely. We do have that extreme focus on quality, first and foremost, on making them last forever. 
But the next thing that I think has been kind of unique, we've got a really good team of engineers here. We have over 20 engineers on staff. A lot of them have been in the industry. We actually have a couple of them that have been in the industry for over 20 years. Um, So yeah, we come in and so not only do we have electric valves that we do, but we come in and we help OEMs design better next generation systems. And so what that means is we'll come in and we'll take a look at the system from a flow analysis perspective. We'll look at some engineering system integration. How do we work better with your system? Maybe get you a little bit more efficient, save you some dollars. We're definitely not here just to drop off a catalog like I've heard with some of our competitors. So really love to help people out in any way that we can to get to a better system at the end of the day for them. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. I, I didn't know that you guys had over 20 engineers on staff. I mean, that's, you know, there's a lot of thinking going on over there, Daniel. Yeah, we got we got a lot of good stuff coming out. Yeah, speaking of which, I mean, you know, at Doltmeyer, we carry a line of products from you guys, you know, the one inch, one and a quarter inch anhydrous valves. We do the zip valves with you guys. Mm-hmm. And we even, gosh, we did a video on this maybe a couple of years back at the golf course with the boomless sprayer, yep. right? Yeah, that was a good project partnered on there for the uh, the boomless control nozzles. So you can do yeah. a fence row type yeah. sprayer for the golf courses. Yeah, that's a, a great product, in my opinion, that we've been able to work together on products. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of, like you said, it's based on quality, right? And with many different components, what, what are some of the things that, that you've seen? I mean, like you said, you've eat, sleep, you know, dream about actuator. What are some of the things that you've seen over the course of the last six years that has kind of moved the industry and kind of shifted you guys' development process. I mean, can you touch on that? Absolutely. Yeah. Actually, it's been really, really interesting, in my opinion, the last four or five years, in particular in the ag industry, actually across the couple, because we serve ag, car wash, de icing. I mean, we're even helping out the Coast Guard on some items, water treatment. But we're looking particularly at ag. There's a couple really interesting things that we keep hearing, and it's how do we reduce operating costs? for end users and anybody building machines and then using those machines. And at the same time, you have a generational change in guards, so to speak, where mm-hmm. there was a, an operator class that was used to doing it one way. And now we've got maybe a, a next generation coming in of who's doing that. And they expect it to operate a little differently and be closer to some of the consumer type technologies that they've been experiencing in other segments of life. So then we combine that with the final push, which is to reduce machine downtime. Because if you're not in the field using your machines, you're losing money. So that and how we've had to approach those, in my opinion, has been the biggest change in the last really six years. We've taken a lot of steps to be able to address each and every one of those. Yeah, I I think you're spot on on that with just how, in particular, the ag industry, right? Like how it's Changing of the guard is probably the best phrase that you could could use on that. You know, there's automation now and you can do things from your couch, if you will. You know what I mean? There's, you got these drones that you can utilize. I mean, and it's that integration, right? I think that interoperability that I think that the whole industry is, is shifting towards. And that's pretty great how you guys are thinking of that and are pushing that with your products. Oh, yeah, it's been great. I mean, we're seeing robotic lettuce farming nowadays. Yeah. yeah, little tiny things going out and picking strawberries. I mean, it's crazy to actually watch and see. I mean, the drone swarming technology that's coming out when we're watching. And we stay very active in that market. I will tell you that for drones in particular, because really we're looking at autonomous vehicles that are coming out and going to be the push in the next 10, 20 years. It's what do we need to be thinking about today to make that more successful for everybody in the next couple of decades? Exactly. And I think that that labor shortage, not just with 
you know, what we see on our consumer level going out there with our, with our shopping habits, but just in every industry, there, there is a shortage of labor and automations. And like you discussed there, that has to be on the forefront of everyone's mind moving into the future. Cause it's a lot different than what it was just yesterday. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. We're, I mean, we actually, it's, it's funny you touch on that because we get requests all the time on, I've got this system here and right now I'm doing a lot of manual processes. How do I go from having nine, 10 guys operating this giant rig harvesting stuff down to maybe one or two? It might just be one overseeing it, making sure everything's working properly and the other guys driving. I mean, it's been things like that. And as we're adding more actuated valves and moving over to higher level automations and combining it with advanced controllers, and it's been a, a really great opportunity to watch the industry expand. So let me, let's touch on that really quick as far as exciting new products, Daniel. What are you seeing in the ID that the research and development side that you can kind of, you know, pull back the curtain a little bit for us and, and kind of give us, if you can, I mean, I, you know, there's obviously oh, yeah. some tape, but maybe you can share a little bit of some new exciting products that are on the line that you're super, you're ready to go. Yeah, it's been a busy year. Actually, as most companies, I mean, we've dedicated a lot of time to uh, what we call sustaining engineering, keep business going. But because we have been so aggressive from an engineering standpoint, I can't tell you all the new product lines yeah, coming yeah. out yet. But I can tell you is that we've got four new product lines getting ready to launch in the next 12 to 18 months. So that's pretty aggressive. So like, think about uh, when you're looking at everything from an anhydrous valve, uh, you, of course, use some, some big actuators there. I can tell you, you got some new stuff coming down the road there. In terms of new platforms, options, connections, durability, advanced diagnostics has been a crazy push of ours. Actually, just in the last 12 months, we rolled out new LED diagnostics. So that way, when you're in the field, your valve will automatically tell you when there's a problem, start blinking red at you, depending on which product line you're on. We went ahead and we added additional PCB protection to new platforms to make it so they're even harder to kill. Even if you were to like take a stick and put it into one of these actuated valves, a metal rod, and you try to get it stuck and you try to destroy it, they're smart enough to know now and automatically shut down and tell you new cool things like that. So we're trying to do our best to roll out all these new detection methods and protections to not only protect our equipment that we sell you, but also your end user equipment. Like we don't want the machine to be able to get damaged in any way if there's a problem too. So those have been some of the cooler things rolling out. You will see a lot of new items on the next four platforms coming out, though. I will say that. Just curious there, Daniel, on, on the when you have an idea, and we'll talk a little bit about this here, and we'll transition to the idea research and development. But when you, <laughs> when an idea comes in, and now you you're building the you know the the beta, if you will, and and then now you've got it, and how long is that? time frame. I'm sure you don't have like the FDA that's got to give you approval and emergency use like we got with the vaccine, right? It's, it's a little bit different, but first we make them last, right? Yeah. So what's the timeline? It's crazy because it, it varies from product to product. In, in some cases, it's like a simple tweak, like, oh, we could do uh, way more better in our certain application and be 50% faster if we did this. But in some cases, it's a brand new out of the box, crazy idea that in we have to go talk to like, uh, we have a project right now where we've been in discussions with people in the anhydrous ammonia market on we're trying to make our valves last over 100% longer, but it requires some different design changes and different materials. And that requires getting a lot of people on board and going down the same road between talking to anhydrous ammonia boards, getting it into specific literature for approvals. So there, there's some really cool things there, but those bigger industry kind of pushes that require getting you know, hundreds of people going in the same way, 
that project's been a project for four years, but we've got projects that have went through in, in 12 months too, from beginning inception to, wow, this is a great idea. We built our alpha units. We proved out the business model on it, what it was going to do for the industry. And then we pulled the trigger on it and went and turned it into a product. Actually, a great example of that, in my opinion, we released that 3.8 S series. It's a really, really tiny, tiny, small metal valve. It's got that, our EH8 series actuator on it. Those, the equivalent of that used to be this one foot by one foot box, so to speak. And now we came out with a product that fits in the palm of your hand because we're seeing the industry have a need to get so much more precise and small and efficient. And we took that all the way production in roughly 18 months on that from very inception. Yeah, that's amazing. I, and I, again, it, it kind of just goes to show as far as KZ Valve and the commitment to quality, durability, and just the engineering aspect of everything. I mean, you, you see many manufacturers that, you know, they come to market, they got to get out for, you know, they got to be first, right? So they, they try to push things in the market, but then the quality degrades. So I, it's, it's nice to hear that, you know, four years in the making, it's not oh, yeah. a, not an overnight yeah, I mean, that's not even, we do field testing to make sure the product's going to be right. Uh, we've got durability testing we do internally. I mean, we spend roughly 12 months trying to break our own product. It's <laughs> what we do from, I mean, a crazy environmental cycling to, in some cases, literally beating it up, blasting it with particles, trying to get, turn it into little bits and pieces. I think everyone can appreciate that. You know, you get what you pay for in some capacities and, and I'm already getting old here, Daniel, you know what I mean? So I don't look, <laughs> I don't like these things that you just buy at the dollar store and they just, they're just falling apart, right? Like you're looking for quality purchases that will last. And I, I think that's what Casey, that's why I'm happy that you're on the show is that you can explain and share with, with all the, the audience that this company is, is dedicated to durability, sustainability, you know, it just, it's quality. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. I do appreciate that. Now, I just want to touch really quick on the the supply chain strain because I'm sure some of these products that you guys have to build and, and just the engineering with the research and development, some of this stuff doesn't come in, right? Like, have you guys been have you guys been feeling some of that strain? Yeah, I can tell you as the actuator product manager, when, like I said, you sleep and breathe actuators, it turns out there's a ton of electronics and actuators. I would bet. And the global market for that has been tough. We've had hundreds of thousands of components where we were expecting them on our docks, like little tiny switches or, or microprocessors, and they're gone from distribution, no longer able to go get them. So actually what we did to combat that, like I said, we've got half of our team on sustaining. We're actually, that's part of the new platform rollout. We decided to just get rid of all the components causing us problems. And in a lot of cases, we designed, well, we've had them in the works for, I guess, over six years now, but pushing out an entire next generation of electronics across the board on KZ Valve product that gets rid of the use cases for a lot of some of the older electronic pieces causing us headaches, some of the mechanical components that were causing us headaches, getting down to a fewer number of components, better engineered components that we have more control over. So that's our, our big push for 2022. If we can get that accomplished, it really is going to make 2023 a banner year for us, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I don't see that supply chain strain, you know, ending anytime soon. So that's no, good it, for you guys. Yeah, yeah, no, I definitely appreciate that. It, uh, yeah, listening to the industry professional is I don't, I don't see it getting better until probably 2023, 2024, or even on the electronic side. Yeah, that's crazy. But that's the new time that we're in, right? This, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're in a new era. 
let's jump into this idea research and development mm-hmm. because it is really, really unique. And, and I encourage everyone, if you have the chance, go to the website, kzvalve.com. And you'll see at the, you know, the top right of the website, there's an idea research and development. And I'll let you just share a little bit more about that. Yeah, sure thing. Absolutely. So we've got a pretty cool process where, again, when if you see a need for something in the industry, in a lot of cases, it could be application specific or just a general industry need. We have a a team dedicated to solving problems at KZ Valve. And one of the things that we have internal resources allocated for is taking ideas and helping people to achieve them for the industry. This has been, again, all kinds of things where we've had people come in and go, I need a system that actually does this. And we've done ground up system design. Actually, I just got done with one here in 2021. that was over 1,100 components for an autonomous fill system to help take care of a product really specific to an industry that was needed to have certain connections and things. And so that that got brought to us as an idea. We worked with them to make sure it was going to be commercially viable, meet their specifications, and we designed and produce it. And then we've got other ones where I've got a really unique problem under these conditions. I have to detect these items. And so we look at the the viability. We take a look and see what the options are. Is it going to be cost competitive for them? Is it inside of everything they need from a durability standpoint? And is timing going to work out to make it effective in the market? And then we'll choose to push forward or not. It's been a really unique process. I can tell you we've had some absolutely crazy things come in, though. I mean, every idea is a good idea, right? (laughs) Yeah, I guess you're right with that one. We had one. I don't think I'll ever forget this. We're on a phone call. And this person had recommended they wanted a wind-powered valve. So that way, as they're going through the field, when they get to a certain speed, that this wind turbine would turn fast enough to turn the valve off because it would know better. And I'm we're sitting there and I almost had to mute the call. (laughs) So I'm like, there's so many ways we could do this. that are just way easier, but you know, that's, that's some of the things you encounter and you just got to walk them through solutions. So, but it is intriguing because, you know, there's, like you said, there's 20 engineers on staff and 20 plus years of experience, right, Daniel? Mm-hmm. But you guys not only ask for internal recommendations or ideas, you're asking external to you. It's actually on the site where there's qualifications for review. You could submit if you have an idea and it's yours, right? Mm-hmm. And you're 18 years old or older, you can actually submit your idea and it might actually come to fruition. Right. Has that ever happened? Like an external, you know, just, Hey, I submitted this thing and it came. How does that work, man? Oh, everyone's a little bit different. I can tell you through that process, we've actually had items come into us. It started out as an idea and it ended up turning into a business model that was even beyond the scope of KZ valve. So it turned into an exterior business and moved down the road from us. It's been quite the process. We treat them all a little bit differently. We try and I will call it right size it for the idea. Cause I mean, even if it's a really good idea, sometimes it's the people that are driving that idea or had the idea aren't ready to take the next steps in a lot of cases. Because if you look at commercialization, it's a big process. It gets crazy really quick. But if we can do things to help you out along the way, we're definitely going to. But if they're ready to jump in and go full bore on commercialization, there's a lot of times, like I said, we've started new businesses, um, did spinoffs. Who's reading all this stuff, Daniel? Are you taking all this suggestion box comments and pulling them out and and reading these things? And like, who's reading these? (laughs) No, no. Actually, we have a a team. Actually, they come in through our sales and marketing team. Okay. Depending on what it is, it gets separated out into idea labs or not. Because like sometimes it's like, uh, I need an actuator, but when I give it this signal... I want it to do this. And it might actually be something we already have. 
Oh, right? I and so, yeah. so we just, we sent it back over a note, Hey, we can do this for you. And these are our options. But if it's something new out of the box, revolutionary that we think we need to take a step further, there's actually an entire team. Even sometimes it gets elevated all the way to the owner of our company. He is extremely passionate about idea labs. In fact, I can tell you actually last year when they had, he was in there for every single meeting, going through, talking about ideas, what his ideas personally were from an internals idea standpoint, what priorities we should have on external ones, getting our VP of R&D involved, Larry Erdkamp, a little bit more on which ideas are viable and, and how we can move forward. So we've, we've got a pretty good review process and team for that. In fact, here in the last couple of years, we've actually implemented a, a really cool team internally called the Product Line Management Team where we actually get together and we talk about all these ideas and how they can affect our long-term strategic plan and what we need to do to accomplish a lot of these things. That's amazing, man. And I, I tell you what, that, again, looking for different ways of how do you separate yourself, your company from others, that right there is something that I think a lot of people should be doing more of, right? These brainstorming sessions, listening to your customers, listening to what's going on in the field and putting these ideas together. That's fantastic. And everybody, if you go to the website, you'll see that on their homepage, but there's a wealth of knowledge. You guys have videos up there and there's just so much information, Daniel, on the website. Oh yeah, we made it. We made a big push trying to make everything more accessible from a technical standpoint. If you want to go out there and get specifications or models, drawings, so be it. We want to make it as easy as possible for you. I appreciate you being on the show and everything, but what's up the next time for this upcoming year, right? Let's trade shows. Where can people find KZ Valve and get more information? Oh yeah, no, we've got, we've got a busy year ahead of us. We'll be a farm progress. You can come see us in Boone, Iowa. That's August 30th, September 1st. Again, Husker Harvest in Grand Island. That's going to be in September. If you are more on the car wash side, we'll actually be at the car wash show there in May. Then we've got uh, Weftech on the water treatment side. That's going to be in New Orleans in October. So plenty of opportunities. And then you're more than welcome to send me over an email personally, dcarlson, D-C-A-R-L-S-O-N at kzco.com, or give us a call, 402-944-2767, and we can walk you through a lot of different items from the application side or see what we can do to help get you something to fit your, your actual solution needs. Yeah, that's great, Daniel. I'll actually be at the Nashville show that the car wash show this upcoming May. Oh, really? Yeah. Are you you'll be out there? I've been debating this one. Actually, our, our oh. VP of business development is actually going to be out there. Uh, Bob Stope, if you get a chance, definitely stop by and talk to him. But uh, no, unfortunately, we'll be able to make that one. Yeah. Maybe I'll have some microphones with me. Hey, Bob, you know, Daniel told me to get you on the mic here on this show. Oh, he likes that. He's done a couple <laughs> videos for KC Valve. <laughs> Uh, well, great. Daniel, it was great having you on the show, man. Any last words, any last thoughts? Last thoughts, man. 2023 final predictions, fuel prices down and grace, grain prices and crypto through the ceiling. I like that. I do like that. Well, thanks for being on the show, Daniel. And everyone will catch you on the next episode of Dolt Meyer Radio. Thanks for your time.